Hey everyone, welcome to 41 Strong Podcast. My name is Chuck Tate. Great to have you with us today. 41 Strong is a podcast that delivers encouraging scriptures and stories to help people like you hold on and stand strong. For more information about that, you can go to chuckytate.com and don't forget to download the YouVersion Bible app, 7-Day 41 Will Come Reading Plan. Well, today is episode 124, and I have a very special guest. He is a sports casting radio legend. He is the voice of our hometown, Bradley Braves. He's been doing it since 1979, which is 40 years, by the way. So 41 really will come. Dave Snell, thank you so much for... Chuck, glad, glad to be here. Man. Glad to be here with you and... Uh, and for, thank you for all the work that you do. Yeah, well, thank you. It's an honor to, to have you on, and um, I'm a, a fan. I've been a fan as long as I can remember. My dad is a super fan, and I'm sure he's cornered you uh, a yes, few times. That's, that's a great thing. Because, yes. Uh, the, uh, the following of the teams through the years, uh, all the way back, uh, has been uh, what really stands out in Peoria. I mean, yeah. the university, first of all. Absolutely. And the bottom line is the education that it brings. And along with that, uh, anytime the basketball team does like what they did last Sunday, uh, it also brings attention to the university, which is uh, a wonderful place of higher learning. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so proud to, to be in Peoria and um, so proud of our Bradley Braves and what, an, what a run they have been on. So I thought we'd talk about this run because if there is a theme, it is don't quit, yeah. no, no matter what. They've had many opportunities to, to quit this season. I mean, they jumped right out of the gate, I think six and one, maybe won, won the Cancun Challenge and everybody had high hopes and all of a sudden they hit a rough spot. Well, first of all, uh, Anytime you uh, have to meld together new players, a freshman team coming in, and with the players they had coming back with the, uh, really the, uh, the foundation for Brian Wardle's uh, building of the team, there were some high hopes, and they did play well and won their first tournament in Cancun, and it's the first tournament that was won outside of Peoria because there used to be the River City Shootout here, and they won a championship, but they'd not won since 1966, the Sugar Bowl tournament wow. in New Orleans, away from Peoria. And when they beat Penn State, which is now playing very good basketball yeah. because they struggled as well, everybody thought, okay, we're, we have a few games left and then the Valley season. And then they just went into a collective offensive funk. They, they could not score. And then there were times when they couldn't score and they let their offense or their defense suffer because of their offense. So once they played a Sunday afternoon game in Southern Illinois and won and became one and five and it was a road game, yeah. they established one, well, we can win again and there's still time. Although teams that start 0 and 5 rarely get out of the play in a contest in a, on a Thursday in the Valley Tournament. But they that road win gave them confidence to win on the road. Yeah. Surprisingly, they didn't play that well at home. And I think it's because they bond so well when you're away from home, it's just you hmm. and the coaching staff. And uh, then they started to play better and better and they won in two places. They won in, in, uh, at Northern Iowa where they hadn't won in 11 times. 
And then they wanted Illinois State, where they hadn't won in 11 years. And then it's, they started to really come together as a team and uh, prepared themselves for the, uh, for the tournament. And, it, and you're right, it's a life lesson. Sports is such a parallel of life itself because there are times when your marriage isn't the best sure. or you struggle with your job or a friend or anything, and that's life. And what makes the man or the woman is the one that overcomes that yeah. and realizes there are going to, I mean, biblically we know. I yeah. mean, that's, that's, that's the story. If you stay focused, you stay grounded and take things one day at a time, then you can make amazing things happen in your life. Yeah. And that's what happened on a basketball court. Yeah, Yeah, well, there's 40 minutes in a game. Right, and uh, my book, 41 Will Come, is all about the number, the biblical significance of the number 41. In Scripture, the number 40 is often a season of trial. It's a season of waiting, whether it's 40 days or 40 years. Actually, Goliath challenged the nation of Israel for 40 days. It was day 41 that David slew Goliath. So uh, when I, I looked at that just uh, just a couple days ago, I'm like, hey, it's 40 minutes. You know, 40 minutes, 41 came, barely one pretty Pretty awesome, but uh, there's so many life lessons. You know, I was just so jacked up after the game, just so ex- like like all Peoria, you know, sure. just losing my mind. My dad and I watched the game with churches over Sunday. Man, I went to my dad's house. I took my son, three generations of Bradley fans, huddled around the TV, and when we were down 18, you know, um, obviously for for super fans, there's still that glimmer of hope. Like, you know what? It's still not over. Right. You know, we still have another half. We could do this, but, you know, got down 18 in the early in the second half. And, um, but um, Lundy went on that little run, kind of put the team on its back for a few possessions, few moments. And all of a sudden that hope began to rise and, um, and they pulled it out. And I remember um, going into church Sunday, just, uh, I mean, just, 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 Fired, fired up, you know, just that, that we were playing in the championship, mm-hmm. you know. And um, I had um, somebody on our team like, dude, Chuck, chill out, man. It's just, it's just a game. And I'm like, you know what? I just, I just um, man, doing, doing chapel for a Peoria Christian, Coach Wardle's daughter, Maya goes there, and uh, my daughter had the opportunity to sing with her in chapel. And, and then to see her on the TV screen, yeah. I'm like, it's not just, it's her life. Yeah. It's not just a game. And there's so many, like you just said, life lessons that come out of the game for all those players, all the all coaches, all the staff, everyone within the organization. It is, it's part of your life. I mean, you've been doing this a long, long time. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a labor of love. I prepare for every game like it's the last one I'm going to ever do because yeah. you never know. Yeah. And um, sometimes that's difficult in Hawaii in a consolation game. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's during the daytime. Everybody else is out. But um, you're right. And, and when you see what Brian Wardle has done, coming in and having a team that he had to recruit on the fly, because we had a lot of people that did not want to be coached, um, academics weren't always important to them, and to bring in a team at the last minute and only win five games, he knew what he was in for. He's a, he's a very, very astute basketball coach. And then to build it over a period of four years, and you mentioned Lundy, he, uh, there were seven games this year he didn't play at all. Yeah. But he's just as valuable 
when he's not on the floor because he's a leader. He uh, he keeps everybody responsible, and uh, just a just blessed with the the leadership qualities that you would want in any field, let alone a basketball team. And you know his parents are are uh, world famous jazz musicians. His father is, his mother is a uh, is a singer, and an evangelist. Wow! I mean, so <laughs> you you look at at him coming from those families. Uh, from that family, and you can go right across the board and all the players and where they come from, and you can see a strong foundation. And Coach Wardle will not have someone in the program and recruit someone that is not academically oriented, uh, personally founded, and wants to do anything he can for the team and not individuals. Sure. And... This has come to fruition in yeah. four years. It's it's exciting to watch, that's for sure. And in fact, um, at our church, the, the church that I lead, we're in a series of, talking about Nehemiah, who rebuilt the walls of Jerusalem in 52 days. And I used Coach Wardle as an example of a strong leader who has rebuilt a brown, laid a new foundation when he came and, um, like you said, was recruiting on the fly and had all freshmen just about from five different nations, I think it, mm -hmm. I think it was. But from a fan, from me, just sitting on the outside, I could tell that he was laying a solid foundation. I love the work ethic and the hustle, the discipline, getting guys of character who were um, strong academically, who were men of, of character, and they bought in. That's the one thing, even during the Rocky you know, points over the last four years, you could tell that they bought in and they were the word away, right? They, yes. and, um, and I think that has shown this year, especially within the last few weeks. And, and also the hard work of the staff as well, because they're in recruiting and scouting. Uh, Robert Krull is the trainer, and he had a lot of work in getting Luke Von Bray ready to play, and Ari Boa, who, uh, who was hurt in, in the uh, second week of practice and, and really hasn't healed yet. He needs some time to do that. So Robert is terrific, and then the strength coach, uh, Eddie Pappas, and the probably as as much as as anyone, Heather Moles, who is the academic advisor, who keeps them on track as far as what they need to do when they're away. She traveled with us to Cancun, so all of those other elements, and the great most thing most people don't see right. Yeah, uh, uh, Brian credits everyone as part of the team, and uh, there was so much noise when the team was losing. And that's the other thing that you had to tune out. Yeah. And uh, that was, uh, I think that was very important because, you know, when things go bad, everyone has, a, has some information that they feel that they could offer to everyone to make the team better. But they were able to block out all that noise. I love it. And, uh, and say, it is us. It's not anyone else. And uh, I'm fortunate that they make me a part of that team. Yeah. So I learn all the time. I learn all about the game from the coaches, things that I had not known before, and uh, what it's like to be inside and see what makes these guys 
tick. Yeah. And they are going to be ready for life. But now they have this memory that they're going to remember for the rest of their lives that they'll pass on to their children and it'll just trickle down through generations. It's a, it's a wonderful story. It is. And for those of you that are, that are watching and listening, perhaps you're unfamiliar with the, um, the Bradley hysteria that's going on. Bradley just won the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament for the first time since 1988, right? And they're back in the big dance for the first time since 2006. In fact, I, Dave, I was actually at the game in Detroit when they oh. beat Pittsburgh. And um, I just... The Sweet 16, I, I, yeah, right? I'll show you a little picture here. This is... I forgot my magazine sitting on my table at home, but I, I had the Sports Illustrated magazine and the Bradley Hilltoppers magazine. And um, that's actually me, High Five and Brian. O'Brien right there right after. And you know who that is? Um, yes. That's Marcus Pollard. He was right there with it. And <laughs> so, yeah, well, there it is on the, on the screen. Hey, thanks to you, Mike. In fact, our producer, Mike, produces a lot of radio programs for, for When basketball. you talk about team, yeah. without Mike Sable, there are times when we wouldn't have got on the air. <laughs> and so he is just as valuable as I am as the announcer and Chad Klein is. Uh, in our broadcast because we work together as, as a team. And when I know Mike is on the air uh, producing the show, I have no worries. That's one thing I don't have to worry about. <laughs> I have to worry about my uh, delivery and my prep and all of those things. I enjoy the preparation as much as I do the game because it's, uh, it's like studying for a test. Instead of in a test, the answers are given to you before and you have to file it, and then spit it out. In this test, you study and then extemporaneously call what you don't know it's going to happen. So that's, that's <laughs> yeah. a little bit different. And Unless you're Tony Romo? No. Oh, Tony Romo was so good. He is so good. Uh, the other thing is about winning the tournament the other day, it's the first time they've won away from Peoria or a, a campus site. The uh, other titles, they won in 1980 at Robertson Fieldhouse. They won in uh, 88 at uh, Carver Arena with Hersey Hawkins. And uh, now this one, they finally won in St. Louis at Arch Madness. Yeah, so so special. And there were some times where I, I couldn't watch. I've turned it around, and, and just uh, my son actually was enjoying my dad and I more than he was the game. <laughs> He's in fifth grade. He's a basketball player, but he was just losing his mind and laughing at us losing our minds. See, but then you're going to pass that down, and when he goes to a game, he's going to get, he's going to be wowed, and then he's going to do it, and then his son probably will, and it'll go, that's how it, how it works. That's, yeah, it's, well, I tell you what, I'm so grateful for you and all that you do, and you bring in the game to life. A lot of times I can't watch, so I'm listening. And honestly, sometimes when I can watch on my phone, I turn the volume off my phone and I still listen to you. Well, that's you, very you, kind. You, you really do bring the game to life and um, your trademark kaboom. I mean, just um, it's exciting. In fact, you said something, I believe it was against the, the Loyola game right at the, that, at the end and uh, right after we won. And you said to Chad, um, I love my job. Right. And um, for one, we we all love that you love your job because it it brings it to life for us. So, um, yeah. So thank you. Thank you. for. You're welcome. There are people that are blind, that are in prison, that are shut in, could never get to a game. If I can paint a picture for them, then uh, I've been blessed with that ability. And uh, and I, I enjoy it very much. And to me, people like you and and all of the people throughout the country, really, 
uh, that uh, that contacted me afterwards uh, just means the world. Yeah, awesome. Well, thank you. Well, um, speaking of throughout the country, we find out Sunday where in the country we're going to end up at, right? Well, uh, it, it'll be against a team that you've heard of that we play, uh, but uh, they'll go and prepare just the same way that they always have. There is a party at Renaissance Coliseum, begins at 4 o'clock. It's free, yeah. and uh, so it'll be a, uh, it'll be a, It'll be a big pep rally, and it'll be a wonderful day for those young men who will remember this again for the rest of their lives. Absolutely. And how special for the seniors, D'Lo, who's been faithful for five years, and just really everybody part of the organization. Luke Von Bray, Luke Monlundi, and our own Pete Hanley, who is a little kid. Yeah. I think there's a baby picture of him with his dad holding him at a Bradley game at Carver Arena. And now he's going to the NCAA tournament as a senior. Yeah. Yeah, so so special. And um, I have one question. Will Coach Worrell be wearing the red shoes? Yes, he will. <laughs> Can you shed some light on that? <laughs> uh, actually, his wife bought them for him. Okay. And uh, he has worn them. Uh, he wore them in Cancun, and they won the two games there. And then they won three games by, what was it, uh, two? Eight points, maybe? Three, three I think seven, eight point or, total. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so he's going to wear them again, but he said they're getting a little worn <laughs> in a short period of time. But uh, Brian is, uh, is a wonderful man, and he was hired by the man who has brought everything together at Bradley University in championships in golf, many in cross country, an improved volleyball team. The women's basketball team is getting better. Across the board, uh, Dr. Chris Reynolds, who... I knew as Chris Reynolds, the guard from Peoria High School and Indiana <laughs> University, and is now Dr. Chris Reynolds, the vice president of intercollegiate athletics. To have him come back and, and lead, he is a leader of men and women, and a uh, very, very bright man. And Bradley couldn't be in better shape with uh, both Dr. Uh, Dr. Uh, Reynolds and our president, Gary Roberts, who's a Bradley grad. So this is a very good time at the university. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you again for, for being here. Chuck, good yeah, to see you. Yeah, great to see you, Dave. And, and um, perhaps there's a book in the works for you. I've been working on one. Uh, I'm up through the end of uh, Coach Molinari's regime, uh, but I can only work on it in the summertime because I'm so busy the rest of the time. But uh, one of these days, in fact, Coach said the other night, you've got to write a book. Well, he didn't know that I was already in the process, but I'm a long way from, from this. But yeah, one day. Well, I can't wait to read it. It, uh, it needs a lot of editing. All right. <laughs> well, I know it's going to bless a lot of people, just like your voice blesses a lot of people every single week. So um, don't forget, if you live in the Peoria area this Sunday, 4 o'clock, the Renaissance Coliseum, there is the selection party. Um, it's going to be good. It's going to be great. So um, get your red on and come on out and support you're Bradley Brave, so we're excited. My guest has been Dave Snell. He is the voice, the play-by-play -play voice of your Bradley Brave. So for our producer, Mike Sable, my name is Chuck Tate. We look forward to seeing you next time on 41 Strong. Don't quit. PeoriaLife.com.